What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we have a bunch of moves to report. Signings, trades, some big ones, actually. We're going to start with the Boston Red Sox. They've been busy. So, first they started by signing Lucas Giolito to a two-year, $38.5 million deal. They're taking a flyer on Giolito. We know Giolito has been good in the past. We know he's been bad in the past. You don't necessarily know what you're getting with this guy. He was an all-star in 2019, but he's also a guy who's put up a 6.89 ERA before. Well, to be fair, that was in a short a short stint with the Angels. In his, his worst ERA in a full season, you can look at, yeah, I guess you, you would look at 2018, when he threw to the tune of a 6.13 ERA. And the following year, he was an all-star. So it's like, well, he's shown that he can flip the switch, but you don't necessarily know which version of him you're getting. He had a nice little run there with the White Sox uh, after he flipped the switch, 2019, 2020, 2021, put up some good numbers in the mid threes, but the ERA has jumped back up. I mean, 2023, in total, he put a 4.88 ERA, and, you know, the year before that, 4.9. So you don't necessarily know what you're getting with Giolito. I'm just going to be blunt here. I mean, on his career, he's a four and a half ERA guy, 4.4. He could have a really good year. He could just be the guy who gives up a lot of runs again. But at 29 years old, the Red Sox decide, hey, they're going to take a flyer on some guy who was, you know, a former first round pick, a former top prospect. They believe the pedigree is there. And he's getting actually quite a lot of money. For two years. I mean, this is $19 million a year for two years. That's not a small amount. And I think that kind of goes to show, I was talking about the other day, I think Blake Snow's going to get a lot more than he's projected for. I think Blake Snow was projected for about $24 million a year AAV. I think he's going to blow past that because that's just what the market is bearing nowadays. That's the cost of starting pitching. It's gone up. Using old deals as comps doesn't necessarily work anymore because the prices have just gone up due to supply and demand, I guess, you know, there are a lot of teams that want a strong arm like that. So there are a lot of teams bidding for just a few of these top arms. So the Red Sox have signed Lucas Giolito and yeah, I mean, early in the summer, this is just, you know, in the summer, he looked like he was on track for a nine figure deal, but you know, a bad second half is what, what doomed him. He was traded to the Angels. And he only made six starts for the Angels before being placed on waivers. I mean, his final 12 appearances, put up a 6.96 ERA and fumbled the bag, quite literally. Did not get that big deal he was, he was slated to get. So the thing is with Giolito, you know, if he decides to, he can opt out after one year. So it's a nice little deal for him. He can stay in for the two or he can opt out after the first year and hit the free agent market again if he pitches well. So he's 30. You know, he can hit the free agent market at age 30. Uh, He's going to be 30 in July. He's 29 now. He can hit the free agent market at age 30 and get himself a nice multi-year deal if he pitches well. So he has every incentive to pitch well for the Red Sox right now. In other news, bigger news, the Red Sox traded Chris Sale to the Atlanta Braves. It's a major trade. Left-hander Chris Sale is going to head to Atlanta in exchange for infield prospect Vaughn Grisham. 
or Von Grissom, I should say. So the Sox are also going to include $17 million in a deal to help cover Chris Sale's salary, which is 27 and a half for 2024. But Chris Sale actually had a full no trade clause that he waived to facilitate this move. And it's, it's a surprising move, but it ends a tumultuous run in Boston for Chris Sale after seven years and six seasons. You know, he missed all of the 2020 season. He had Tommy John. But after acquiring Chris Sale as part of a blockbuster deal with the White Sox in December 2016, he pitched brilliantly in his first two seasons at Fenway, twice finishing in the top four in the Cy Young voting, and he played a huge role in their World Series title in 2018. And 2019 was actually the last year of his previous contract, and the Red Sox were aggressive in locking him up. They gave him a five-year, $145 million extension, covering the 2020 through 2024 seasons, the club option for 2025 but unfortunately as soon as he signed that it it proved to be a big misfire for the red sox he started to run into injury problems even late in the 2018 campaign when when they were the world series he started to run into injury problems and they shut him down in august 2019 with elbow inflammation and it was just a bad string of injuries so the red sox again offer that deal with just one year left on it sending him to the atlanta braves and the braves are just Counting on him as a third or fourth starter. They don't need him to be the ace. I mean, they have Max Freed, Spencer Strider, and Charlie Morton as their top three. Put him in the four spot and hope you can get some decent outings from Chris Sale. I mean, he still threw hard last year. Averaged 94 miles an hour on his fastball. And his strikeout, walking hard hit ball rates were well above league average. So if you look at the peripherals, his numbers were pretty good. His stack has numbers. I mean, he may never get back to his elite form, but those peripheral numbers in 2023 at least indicated he still has something left in the tank, even though he's entering his age 35 season. As long as he can stay on the field, that's been a huge problem. This dude has been made of glass the past four years or so. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's what you're going to see. You're going to see him in Atlanta. And for the Red Sox, they get Von Grissom, who just got buried in the depth chart in Atlanta. I mean, he immediately fills Boston's need for help at second base. He's a guy who was an 11th round pick for Atlanta in the 2019 draft. He is torn up minor league pitching during his four seasons in the Braves farm system. He quickly got himself on the radar for a big league call-up. And the guy he was behind on the depth chart was Orlando Arcia, who ended up becoming an all-star. Arcia was an all-star this past year. So the Braves decided they wanted Grissom playing every day at AAA rather than ride the bench at the big league level. So that's what he did. Had good numbers at AAA, but in Boston, he's not blocked at all. He's not blocked whatsoever. Uh, the Red Sox may as well install him as their opening day second baseman. And he fits their preferred ad of a right-handed hitter. And yeah, they're going to put him at second base. Thing is with Atlanta, there's no nowhere to move him. If he wasn't playing shortstop, they could have moved him to second base because of Ozzy Albies. They could have moved him to third base because of Austin Riley. Those guys ahead of him in the depth chart as well. So, and, and then also in left field, they couldn't put him in there. They had plenty of bats for the outfield. And now the Braves just got Jared Kelnick. So they just didn't have space for Vaughn Grissom. But the Red Sox have plenty of space. He's going to get every day at bats in Boston. Other news, the Reds are set to sign Frankie Montes. So it's a deal one year, about 15 to $16 million. Actually, no, sorry, $16 million. That's that's the deal. One-year deal, $16 million for the right-hander. So the Reds have a projected rotation of Hunter Green, Andrew Abbott, 
Graham Ashcraft and Nick Lodolo. You know, that's a, that's a young core of pitchers right there that has a lot of potential, but also a lot of injury questions and not a lot of big league experience. So adding Frankie Montez to the mix definitely helps fix that. Uh, the Reds, would, you know, they would love to see Frankie Montez replace what Sonny Gray did for them, you know, a couple years ago. He's a starter who got back on track in Cincinnati after struggling with the Yankees. And that's what they're hoping to see with Frankie Montes. Uh, I mean, he struggled 6.3 ERA over eight starts with the Yankees. He's tried to pitch through some shoulder problems, but you know, didn't really do well. So one year, $16 million. Yes, there's some risk because it's, it's a big expenditure for a team that has a mid-level payroll like Cincinnati, but it's a one-year deal. If it doesn't work well, you, you trade him or you wash your hands of it. And like, that, that's what you do. I mean, you're probably not going to trade him if he's not pitching well, but if he's pitching well and you're not, in the in the playoff hunt, then of course you trade them. But I think the Reds are going to surprise some people this year. They were a fun team to watch last summer. I think they're going to surprise some people for sure. So, last but not least, we have the Angels signing Zach Plesac. It's a major league deal. It's a major league deal for Zach Plesac, and you know we've seen Zach Plesac sign. I'm sorry, pitch with the Guardians, and you know, yeah, he he's 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 shown. He's shown potential, but in the past, in the early years, in recent years, it's just um, been a bit disastrous. So he made just five starts for the Guardians last offseason before being demoted. I'm sorry, last season before being demoted to AAA. And they eventually outrided him off the 40-man roster in June. I mean, in those five starts of the Guardians, he had a 7.59 ERA. Obviously, not going to get the job done. Right? It's not going to get the job done, but... The Angels need pitching. They lost Otani. You know, they need to, they, they just need arms. And that's what they're doing by getting Zach Plesak. As far as the financials of the deal, I'm not seeing any of those, uh, details yet, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a deal nonetheless. That's what he's going to get. We'll find out what the, I mean, it can't be that much money, right? So we'll find out what the details are when that's announced, but. The Angels get a new arm in Zach Plesak. So that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.